0: I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, the end of November and spark. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode... 341. Fade. So, November passed. I'm not sure if I set myself up to fail by not deciding to spark daily, or if I am ultimately very glad that I didn't set things up differently because I would have failed. I'm not even sure if I really think I failed. And at the same time, I know I did. Failed to meet my own expectations, at least. But I'm not really sure I care. I'm just not really sure. At some point, I knew my schedules were slipping. That I wasn't meeting Spark. That the gaps were widening. That I was less and less and less willing On some mornings, to actually go and look. I kept looking behind me, though, thinking that I could catch up. And yet, at the same time, part of me just let go. Just let go. I gave in to the dark mornings and I let go. I didn't give you the month of light that I planned, I didn't give myself the month of gratitude that I planned. Things just slid away, and the more it slid, the farther away things seemed. Fade. Spark faded, and that is sad. It is sad. It is sad to say. It is sad to know. It is sad to admit. And yet, when something like this happens, you have to go ahead and own up to it. Because the only way to move forward is to say, well, this happened and what do we do next? Or this happened and I'm closing that door and I'm moving on, but it happened. I can't pretend that it didn't happen. Spark didn't really happen the way I really, really wanted it to happen. I both do and do not wear my heart on my sleeve. And the do and don't of that shows up somehow in what did and didn't happen this month. Ultimately, I am a person just like all of you, just like all of you, just a regular, real, everyday person, trying to make sense of it all, trying to keep things together, trying to do better trying to understand and find meaning, trying to figure it all out. So November is over. I kept up reasonably well with everything else, with everything except Spark. And I feel good about that. But all of the projects were intertwined. They were intertwined in my head and in my heart. So letting Spark fade and knowing that I was struggling with Spark was something that I felt everywhere. There was a ripple effect. Even so, my month-long project unfolded day by day, and after I put in the 30th drawing, I still have two days in the month as I record this, I have a plan to go back in and do some fill-in work. I even plan to do that fill-in using the second of the red inks that I talked about in the red ink show. And it might ruin it, It might, but it has been my plan all along. I'm a bit afraid of ruining it. There's so often that point in a creative project where you could just call it done, but you have this idea to do one more thing. And you know that one more thing could be the undoing. It really could. It could completely unravel, but you really wanted to do that one more thing. And if you take the chance and do that one more thing, It might be amazing. So I still think I'm going to do this one more thing. I'm not expecting amazing, but I do like things filled in. With this kind of project, I'm all about filling it all in. So we'll see. But that project happened. And happily so. It's a low-key approach to daily, but it was good. I showed a glimpse or two of it, but I didn't share daily. I didn't share daily. I didn't share in social media. Like I said, there is a ripple effect and that is not all caused by spark. What happened with spark may actually be caused by other things. So there are a lot of dominoes that go into these kinds of moments and to fade there are lots and lots of factors that contribute to how we do and don't and how we respond every day. So, I guess at this point, it is time to pick myself back up, dust things off, patch up my own skin knees, metaphorically, and keep moving on. So, maybe I set myself up to fail by. Deciding not to do a daily series. But had I started off on that path this year, I'm pretty sure it would have ended the same. And that would have felt even worse. That would have felt even worse than this already feels. I don't like to fade. I don't like to fail. I don't like to let myself down. I don't like to publicly say I'm going to do something and then not only not manage it, but sort of just let it go. I don't like how that feels. you probably don't like how that feels when it happens to you either. But it would have been worse if I had said I was doing it daily. So I am glad I had the presence of thought this year to realize that probably wouldn't work. We don't always get what we want. Even when we ask for what we want or need, it isn't always there. And of course, sometimes we don't realize How important something is until it's gone. And what we do in the face of all that, that always matters. What we do in the face of all that can make or break a project, a pivot, a detour, a reach. Part of me says, I am done reaching. I feel like I reach this point again and again and again. And I just keep coming back. I'm like a weeble, a wobble but I don't really fall down. There are a few quotes that I marked this month, thinking I would put them into one Spark show or another. And each one strikes me as special, as just right. And as a trio, I think they embody Spark. Embody what I hold special about Spark, what I believe in about Spark, why I do keep putting myself out there, even when it isn't easy, even when it hurts, even when it feels far too exposed and vulnerable and alone. First, quote, there are two ways of spreading light to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. And that's Edith Wharton. Two ways, be the candle or be the mirror that reflects it. This is a collaborative approach to spreading light. It takes more than just one. Relaying light is important too. We can reach farther, illuminate more, strengthen light in general, when we bounce it off of one another, when we let it reflect and ricochet. And then this one: quote: In the right light at the right time, everything is extraordinary. Aaron rose. And this is so much of what spark is about for me, what the focus on gratitude is about for me in the right light at the right time. Everything is extraordinary. Looking at gratitude each day brings that home. Little things rise to the surface as precious, special, sacred, treasured, meaningful, symbolic, Looking at light reinforces the same message. In certain light, things take on new tones, new textures, new warmth, new resonance. Something you might not look at twice on one day can be stunning, dazzling, spectacular on another day because you caught it in a golden moment. And sometimes those moments aren't literally golden. Sometimes they are simply blue or pink or periwinkle, or white. The tones of paint on a row of houses on a rainy day in just the right light still stand out as one of the most breathtaking moments for me, and that was last year during Spark. I looked at that row of houses last year countless times after that day when I talked about them during Spark. Never again did they have that magical cast. Some days I wondered if I'd imagined that beautiful moment, that breathtaking moment of light and color and palette. And I know I didn't imagine it. I just happened that day to be in the right place, the right time, the right light, and the right frame of mind. I was present. I saw. I was open to seeing. Open to seeing something in a new way. Open to keying into something that normally doesn't stand out and saying, wow, look at that right now. And quote number three, this one I saw posted by one of you on Thanksgiving, and I was so charmed to see this. Quote, Piglet noticed that even though he had a very small heart, it could hold a rather large amount of gratitude. A.A. A. Milne, Winnie the Pooh. And that is definitely one to think about. I know November was hard for many of you. There were injuries. There were medical problems with loved ones. There were relatives who passed. There were things unspoken but present. Things that stood in the way of this or that or resulted in silences. There were also successes, celebrations, small victories, returns home, Visits with family like any other month. Like any other month, November held all the things. I hope those of you who struggled in November find peace and a breath of fresh air in the coming month. Thank you to those of you who did gratitude projects that you somehow shared with this community. And thank you to those of you who even tried using a timer and doing some daily sketching that was fantastic to see. And I hope you stick with it. It was really, really special for me to do it this month. And I do think it is something I want to continue. When I scan my list of files in Evernote, I see a chaotic mix. The breadcrumb trail of days for sure. But this article jumps out at me, this title, What It Means to Hold Space for People. It's a phrase I've seen used recently. I've seen it used often recently. It is a much used phrase right now. And it's a phrase that has been said to me. It is an act of understanding and space that can mean the world to someone. In these coming weeks and days and in this next month, be open to what you can give in terms of understanding. Be generous with your spirit in that way. And you may find it reflected back to you as well. Be generous. Look beyond what you think you know about whatever is happening with someone else. Is there anything you can say, or do, or at least let that person know? It is frighteningly easy to fade, to step back, to stop doing daily things, or to see more and more space appear between your things. It is amazingly easy to just stop doing things, to fade. The things that we think are really instilled and ingrained, they do take work. They do take commitment and they do take doing. It is easy to fade. I hope you have someone who knows you are there someone who will share and reflect light someone who will remind you that it's not the size of your heart that matters i hope that is true for each of you and if you've been waffling in your own routines i hope you take a step today towards reconnecting and recommitting that spark is within you its shape and form may shift but it's there it is resilient and yet it does need nurturing. Like so many things, the more you pay attention to it, the more aware of it you become, the more protective of it you become, the more beautiful and strong and bright it will shine. Your spark in you. It can be extraordinary. I am the art. The art is me. And that is it for today. That is it for episode 341, another short show. And it is in many ways the culmination of Spark. Still a few days left, but this is probably the Spark. I appreciate those of you who tuned in during Spark. Those of you who have commented about the show or tried something you heard about in the show or let me know in some way that you are listening. As always, I'm Amy, and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Hydeless. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy and as creativitymatterspodcast. Thank you to those of you who support the show at Patreon patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.